Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, the pandemic impacted all of us in very, very, very different ways. And um, outside of the, the more serious aspects of it, it did reignite a new love of the outdoors for a lot of people, brought them closer to nature uh, during a time of um, a lot of instability. But new figures out actually show that 40% of people took up new outdoor activities since the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm wondering if this 18-month period that we have of lockdowns has now changed our relationship with the outdoors for good. Uh, Deirdre has got in touch with us. Deirdre's on the line in Limerick. Um, Deirdre, have you found a new love of the great outdoors? I have indeed. Swimming. Swimming. Swimming is what I've taken up, yes, since the pandemic when the pools closed. um, I took to the river. Right. And... I'm still at it. <laughs> <laughs> did you yeah. did you swim previously? Were you a regular swimmer uh, before? Yes. yes, I was always swimming. Um, I started swimming in the pool uh, when I was 42 years of age and I continued on. And uh, But when the pools closed then in the first lockdown, I took to the, the open water and I absolutely love it. And um, I've been doing it since. I go practically every day. Hail, rain, snow or shine, we're out there. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of people like me that have taken up the open water since uh, the pandemic Mm. and before. I was never really an open water swimmer until then, but... I'll tell you, I am now. Yeah. And even like if we're in the last day of September, it hasn't, we with the, with the poor weather conditions, no. hasn't enticed no, you back to the pool? No, I was out this morning. Were you? Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. I was in, every morning we go for a swim. I still go to the pool a couple of times a week as well. I swim with the Limerick Masters and uh, I've, I, I'm keeping that up as well. But um, But definitely the open water was new kind of saved me for the pandemic it was you know kept me sane yeah during the pandemic and I met a lot of made a lot of friends as well you know so I mean all that was going on it was it was really good yeah a great way though to meet people I suppose at a time Deirdre when you know when when really we couldn't yeah you were very much restricted and uh, we went in small groups and yeah it was it was really nice as I said, it kept me sane during the yeah. pandemic. And also, you know, lots of people have continued on since then as well. The when you, How long would you swim for every day? Well, up to now, about an hour. All right. But uh, as the weather gets a little bit colder, um, we'll cut it down. You know, it depends on, on the day and the conditions yeah. and... Anything like that. So, well, that was uh, a long time, Deirdre. Yeah. Well, the water's warm. <laughs> yeah. The water was warm. So You'll have to get a wetsuit. Um, I did buy a wetsuit the first year, but the hassle of t- taking it off and putting it on, it was just a nightmare. So now I just <laughs> swim in the dog. But uh, we swim all through winter. Yeah. Right through. So it's, it's, it's just lovely. Is it just... Uh... The fresh air and an entire—I imagine it must be an entirely different, just vibe to been in the kind of that heated, the air calm, the pool. Oh, it's very different. It's very different. It well with 
with uh, swimming, especially in the winter time, you have to be very aware of your surroundings and where you are. And it's kind of like mindfulness. You know, you have to be in the moment. Yeah. And just so, keep... you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. And just be aware of your surroundings and the conditions because they can change in a minute. But uh, you just have to be, you know... Be aware of what's going on around you. Yeah, 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 you're, exactly. You, um, Your grandkids have taken it up as well, is that right? Well, during the pandemic, my uh, granddaughter swam with me and uh, she swam in temperatures 2.9 in Castle Now, we did have wetsuits for those. Yeah. But my grandson also swims with me. We did a, a swim there recently, the island swim. You swim around King King's Island in Limerick. Okay. And it's a 3.8k swim. I was the oldest and he was the youngest. <laughs> Brilliant. My, daughter, my, my granddaughter, she, he's only 13 and my granddaughter's 15. She swam it with me as well. It's, it sounds so, like it's a lovely bonding experience though, Deirdre. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. We have that in common. So I was telling my other granddaughter, she'll be 11, I said she'll have to do it with me next year. So, um, Brilliant. It is because you don't see that many older people swimming outdoors. And an, you know, an hour a day is a it's a long time. Not really. No. Well, <laughs> maybe it is for me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fantastic. The water, the water is quite warm still. Yeah. But no, as as it gets colder, our time comes way down. Yeah, you'll shorten you it. Know, it's in good. The wintertime, like, yeah, in the winter time, it would be maybe fifteen twenty minutes max. Have you got one of the big robes? Yeah. I have everything. Yeah, have you've all the gear. The dry right. robes. The, the, the whole dry gear. I got lots of presents when I started swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Got loads of presents when I started. And believe me, you need them. Yeah, I'd well believe it. Yeah. Well, well believe it, uh, Deirdre. I think we've got Jane yeah. on the line as well. Jane's in Kilkenny. Um, you, you've become an, an avid cyclist. Is that right, Jane? Yeah, Andrea, I have. Yeah, like I used to, um, I was just a, a leisure cyclist, really, and I used to commute on the bike as well. But um, with COVID and everything, I, I suppose I started training more and I moved out of Dublin as well. I moved back to Kenny. I was working from home and had more time. And I thought, oh, I might give the racing a go. Um, I spend more time with my uncles as well because they all had, you know, they were racing cyclists as well. And okay. they were bringing me to races. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of hooked then. They brought me and I was kind of watching from the sidelines. And I said, oh, I'd like to give this a go so I said oh I'd up the training and yeah here I am I've done two seasons I've done international stage races I've got done cycling camps abroad and oh fantastic yeah, so you're a serious yeah. competitive cycler now at this stage and, and do you fully put that down to the pandemic it just give you an opportunity to maybe look at it in a different way yeah, I suppose it was the time as well because, like, say, I used to be commuting, and you know, you spend so much time commuting. And then when I was when I moved home, then and I was working from home. I I didn't have that in the evening, so I could dedicate more time to it. And then I live in the countryside, I live next to the wood. I used to be able, you know, you log off, and then you're able, you're you can start training straight away. Then yeah. not having to well, it get was, a Lewis and get a bus, you know. It was probably the one of the the more um, accessible or kind of nearly like a perfect pandemic hobby to find. You know, in that you could head off any time of the day on your own. Oh yeah, and even like when we had the restrictions as well for distance, I had like you know indoor trainers, so you had Zwift, and you could even be cycling with your friends on that as well. You know, 
Um, so again, you could, you could do it rain, snow, shine. Yeah. Is it, is it an expensive hobby though to take up by comparison to some of the others, Jane? Um, I suppose it can be. I suppose it depends what level you're at. If you're if you're just say cycling around to work, cycling to work, you can get an entry level bike, you get a second hand one. You know, it's not that dear. If you're going to start say racing in that, well then yeah, it does add up. But say to start off, no. Like even if you were to join a club, like I joined a club during the pandemic as well, they might have bikes. You know that you can use as well. Yeah. You can try out. You know, like say with the underage, um, they have um mountain bikes, cyclocross bikes, road bikes for kids because you know families they mightn't have the finance, finance there but they give the kids a go and they can try it out you know Well that's one of the great things though Deirdre about swimming is that it's it's financially it's very accessible It is it's free and you can always get into uh, the river at any time um, it's it's the river I swim in mostly because I, uh, I'm not near the sea and you can go at any time which is great and also, we we swim with uh, we never swim alone, which is is great. Yeah. And uh, you're with a group of people all the time. So, as I say, you make lots of friends. Yeah. Do do you it's find lots of friends? Do, do you find that as well, Jane? Just in in terms of kind of opening doors. And I know you mentioned that you you know even during the the pandemic, you actually moved back to Kilkenny or back home out of Dublin. Um, is it an opportunity to kind of just meet other people? Oh, definitely. Like I've I've met so many people in the last two years because like that when I, I joined the club, met loads of people, you'd be training with them. Um, and then when the racing was on, you see the same girls, you know, because there's a, there's a certain amount that be, they'd be racing week in, week out. Mm. So you're racing against the same people all the time. And like some of my friends, they live very near me and we we never knew each other. We actually, some people, we actually went to the same college at the same time. But like that, we didn't know each other. Yeah. We, did, we didn't know, yeah, we didn't know each other. And you know, so you do, you meet so many people and, you know, the experiences that you have, like, say, when racing and things like that. Um, yeah, but definitely it's a very, very sociable sport. Yeah. Um, Mary is on the line too. Mary, you, you've reconnected with nature since the pandemic. Hi. Um, yes, I have. Um, I took up hiking in August uh, 2020. And you've sti- um, did you stick at it? Oh, yeah, uh, I did. Uh, I'm still hiking. My next hike is coming up um, in October the 16th. So an old colleague of mine that I I used to work with, Elaine McRaymond, set up this kind of a hiking group during the pandemic called Shoe Lynn. So I just saw it on Instagram one evening and she had uh, advertised a hike in Wexford and I said, I'll give that a go. So off I drove down to Wexford on a sunny evening in August and that was my first hike in Crokin and um, I haven't looked back then. Did, did you ever kind of casually um, go out for a hike, you know, before, before the pandemic? That, yeah. Um, well, not, re- not really. I was, um, at the time, uh, just as the pandemic hit, I had given birth to twins. So okay, I was out walking right. a double buggy quite a bit yeah. um, on on the banks of the Barrow. And um, I was just looking for a bit of time to myself, so I said I'd I'd give it a go. I, I wasn't particularly fit at the time, um, but you don't really have to be extremely fit to hike. That's um, that's the beauty of it. You can be at any kind of level of fitness, and uh, we just hiked up the hill, and it was great. And that was it. And uh, I've hiked many mountains since. Yeah, I've uh, done the Cumras, the Galtees, um, the Wicklow Mountains. Um, 
a good couple of times. And I suppose maybe by comparison to the other ladies that you had on, there isn't as huge a commitment. It's um, And for me, because I'm so busy at home with the kids, um, I like it because I commit once a month. I go to the hike and in between, I'm just keeping up my steps. So, yeah, you can kind of just pick and choose when you want to do it. It's probably yeah. maybe not like... How, how long, roughly, Jane, do you have to dedicate? Like, how many days a week are you training? Oh, I six days a week. Oh, so it's a, full, it's a full-time job then, basically. <laughs> I suppose it is when you look at it that way, yeah. Yeah. But I but I enjoy it, so I suppose it it, it doesn't feel like one, you know. Yeah, I know. And Deirdre mentioned, Deirdre's out every day of the week, uh, out swimming in, in the river. But you can kind of pick and choose. That probably sounds more like the sport I, I would have in mind, Mary. So then you, there's no big commitment required. Can you hear us okay, Mary? You can for hiking. I- I can. Yeah, no, can I was just making the point that it doesn't it doesn't require that, that huge level of commitment. You can just sort of, no. you know, pick and choose no. when you want to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just a great way to meet people as well. Did you find that that your sort of friend group has, ex- has expanded then since? Oh, hugely. Yeah. Hugely. Yeah, because it, um, you meet so many different people and everybody is there for the same reason. They just want to go out and get some fresh air and meet people. And it's a great laugh. Um, you have chats with people going up and down the mountains. We bring cakes. Um, we celebrate when we get to the top. We take a few pictures. And, yeah. uh, but it's still, I mean, I would, at the end of a hike, I would still have 40,000 steps done. That's well well covered. So then, when you're mm. <laughs> keeping 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 clock off them, yeah, it's it's interesting because I was reading about this. It was the um, the CSO we're talking about. You know, well, the fact I suppose it's it's official. Sea swimming is one of the nation's favorite favorite pastimes now uh, since the pandemic. But when you actually look at the facts around this, because we do know loads of people that have taken up new hobbies, but it's forty percent of people aged eighteen to thirty four all took up a new outdoor activity since uh, the beginning of COVID. Um, with 13% of people aged over the age of 70 and the more popular were running, hiking, cycling and sea swimming being the most popular of all. Um, Were you in any way sort of attracted or drawn to doing anything else, Mary? Or is it just that with your time schedule, the hiking actually Uh, suited? No, well, well, I've gotten much fitter since. We often take a dip into the lake at the end of a hike. Um, I train once a week. I train every Friday morning from half nine till half ten. I do a bit of lifting and some weights and um, I just do little small bits every day and it fits in around my work and my children and uh, yeah, it just keeps just keeps me right. Keeps it going. Um, listen, it's been a pleasure to chat to you all today on the programme. A lot of people getting in touch just talking about the various different hobbies that they all took up. But uh, again, very similar to the CSO survey. A lot of them are all uh, the walking, the hiking, the sea swimming and again, getting back on the bike. But um, uh, Jane and Mary and Deirdre, thanks a million for joining us here on the programme today. 53106 is the text line number if you want to get in touch with us. There's still lots of you though getting in contact about the breakup songs. Um, I don't know how people could overlook yesterday for the most effective breakup song according to Niall Indrahada and Aerosmith's crying and also crazy I love the videos too says this texter keep those uh, your breakup song suggestions as well keep sending them those into us on 53106 Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.